For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Welcome to WCW Retro. I'm your host for the evening, Papa Stro, the Maestro of Wrestling. Great to have you guys with us. This is the place to be, folks. We're talking about past, present, and future professional wrestling. For so much more, you never know who's going to call in. It's this one. And it is the Wild Wild West, the podcast. <laughs> so uh, great to have you guys with us. Tonight, the special night, we're talking favorite wrestling promos. So if you got a favorite wrestling promo you'd like to, to share with us through the years, uh, call in anytime in tonight's live WCW Retro Podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, that's 914-338-1885. And before we get started, I'd like to make a few shout-outs, if you will, and plugs. Uh, first off, shout-out to Masters of Ring Entertainment at mastersofringentertainment.com. Fishing with Special Friends, fishingwithspecialfriends.com. Uh, check out what IHW Wrestling has been up to in the Maritimes area in Canada. 
Innovative Hybrid Wrestling. Go to their Facebook. Facebook.com slash IHW Wrestling. And uh, for my social media, uh, my official website is thestro.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com. For my merchandise page, get your proper store merch today. Go to thestro.com slash merchandise. I currently have Papa Wing merchandise on sale for all ages, including pets, for the month of October. So get your Papa Wing merch today. Uh, on Facebook at Stro the Maestro, Twitter at Sign the Stro, Instagram at Stro Maestro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Stro Maestro. Uh, I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Real Papa Stro. And if you'd like to make a donation, buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc. And thanks for those who've already donated. But if you'd like to donate to yours truly, send them a PayPal, paypal.me, M is a Mary, E's and E slash Papa Stro. And all together, that's paypal.me slash Thank you in advance for your support. And I'm t- accepting bookings for wrestling, television, film, commercials, endorsements, Comic-Cons, commentary, seminars, autograph signings, appearances, speaking engagements, you name it. I do a lot these days and then some. Uh, so hit me up, stroforia at yahoo.com. Let's talk business. And if you'd like to be a special guest on a coming episode of WCW Retro, uh, hit me up as well, wcwretro at yahoo.com. Let's get you an exposure, if you will, right in WCW Retro. But, uh, yes, lots going on tonight, man. Uh, wrestling, favorite wrestling promos. And support us on VOC Nation uh, and find your favorite VOC Nation podcast at vocnation.com. The Times and schedule your favorite BSC Nation podcast. And also support us on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash BOC Nation. Get your favorite BOC Nation t-shirt, including one of WCW Retro and one of your truly Papa Stroke, the four faces of Stroke. And with that, uh, we'll be taking our first commercial break. And we'll come back and we'll be talking favorite wrestling promos. So, uh, Stay with us. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Hito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com. And subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, 
this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali, to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests, sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights. 9 Eastern on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to WCB Retro. Papa Stro here. Great to have you guys with us. Uh, tonight we're talking favorite wrestling promos. And uh, if you'd like to uh, share one of your favorite wrestling promos through the years with us, call in anytime in tonight's live WCB Retro podcast at 914-338-1885. Again, it's 914-338-1885. And let's see. Go down memory lane here. And said we can't find a favorite promo to share here. Let's see what we got. I'm going to take you guys with me here. Going down my uh, files of wrestling promos, (laughs) if you will. All right. Let's see what we got. I hope you guys are having a good week so far. I, I know I am feeling a lot better than I did. I was low on the weather, but I'm doing much better now. So life is good. All right, let's see what we can got. See what we got here. Oh my goodness! All right. Let's start this off right. Some hard times, if you will. The late American dream, Dusty Rhodes. The 
Hang one second. Here we go. Let me like, bring this up here real quick. All right. All right, folks, hang on one second. Here we go. All right, Hard Times by Dusty Rhodes. Here it is. <laughs> Hopefully we can pull it up real quick. You guys can hear it. All right. Here we go. Here's the American dream. Dusty Rhodes and Dusty. All right. Just one second here. Technical issues, but we'll get we'll get to it. All right. I was trying to pull this up for you guys. Well, in the meantime, okay, we, we got it. We got it. Here we go. First of all, I would like to thank the many, many fans throughout this country that wrote calls and letters just wrote the American dream while I was down. Secondly, I want to thank Jim Crockett Promotions for waiting and taking his time because I know how important it was. Starting 85 years to the resident band that is the Jim Crockett promotion. And Dusty wrote the American Dream. With that weight, got what I wanted. Rick Flair, the world's heavyweight champion. I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Rick Flair. No respect, no honor. There is no honor among these in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rose and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years, 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer. Took your place, Daddy. That's hard time. That's hard time. And Rick Flair, you put hard time on this country by taking Dusty Rhodes out. That's hard time. And we all had hard times together. I admit I don't look like the athlete of the day. Both of look. My bed is just a little big. My heart is just a little big. But, brother, I am bad, and they know I'm bad. And there were two bad people. One was John Wayne, and he's dead, brother. And the other one's right here. Major Boy Rick Flair. The world's heavyweight title belongs to these people. I'm going to reach out right now. I want you at home to know my hand is touching your hand for this gathering of the biggest body of people in this country, in this universe, all over the world. Now, reach it out. Because the love that was given me in this time, I will repay you now. Because I will be the next world heavyweight champion on this hard time blues. Dusty Rhodes, Tour 85, and Rick Flair, 
Nature boy. Let me leave you with this. One way to hurt Ric Flair is to take what he cherishes more than anything in the world. That's the world's heavyweight title. I'm going to take it. I've been there twice. This time when I take it, Daddy, I'm going to take it for you. Let's get up for it. Don't let me down now because I came back for you. For that man up there that died 10, 12 years ago and never got the opportunity to see a real world captain. I'm proud of you. Thank God I have you. And I love you. Love you. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wow, that was great, man. Tremendous. Hey, hey, we got Amazing Velvet here with us. Amazing Velvet, how you doing, brother? What's up? What's up? Oh, man. Oh, what, what a classic, man. Classic promo oh, from the American great. Dream, Dusty Rose, man. Absolutely, oh, man. absolutely. I still get I still get chills listening to that. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah, because you know his vo- I mean, just his voice, but then when he gets excited and passionate, and throws all that in ah. there at one time, it's like, okay. <laughs> nothing like it, man. Not, nothing like it. No, there's nothing like it. Mm. Uh, exactly. Great to have you, brother. God, oh, man. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, man, uh, wrestling promos, man. I, I knew this wasn't going to be just a one-show deal, man. There's so many great promos to um, talk about over the years. Yeah. Oh, I, I one that we – that that we really didn't touch on and we really didn't touch on a lot of uh like you said we didn't hit we didn't hit a groove yet uh from last week but i think one of the funniest ones that i ever watched and and a lot of people disagree but was when Roddy Piper and Piper's Pit had Frankie Williams and then beat the crap out of Frankie Williams <laughs> <laughs> Yes. When he said, where are you from? He goes, Columbus, Ohio. He goes, oh, from Columbus, Ohio. I've been to Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, that, that was, was classic. All those, Piper, those Piper's Pits were the best, man. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, <laughs> but he's like, I, I, got it, I got it right here. Oh, my God. Here it is. Oh, yes. Here it is. Let's do it. Let's do it. Ah, uh, hey, commercials. Let me get rid of this commercial out of the way. Sorry. Right. Oh, here we go. Here we go. What I'm doing out of the kindness of my heart, I have a gentleman here named Frank Williams. <laughs> First of all, I don't know where you come from. I'm Columbus, Ohio. I'm Columbus, Ohio. I've wrestled in Columbus, Ohio. You can hear it? I've never lost a match yeah. in Columbus, Ohio. Have you ever lost a match? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> See, it's, it's, it's awesome. When you're talking about fighting careers and a career like my own, myself, uh, I I went on the premise of never having to lose a match. I've never lost a match in my whole career. I've had different things happen to me, but I have never actually lost a match because I figured once you were defeated one time, that it would take that oomph away from you that you needed. Yourself, 
you're just the opposite. I have never seen you win a match in my whole career of watching you. I've seen you've been around. You've fought some tremendous fighters. I've seen what you've done, but you you lack the guts. You lack the authority to go in there. You lack the guts that when you're against the ropes, what you do is instead of going after a man, you just back off from him. Maybe a little cowardism. Maybe what you do is maybe you should be making speeches. I'm not going to tell nobody. I'm not going to tell nobody.
I loved it. It was great. You know, you learned a lot though as a kid. To be honest with you, and you, you, you yeah. know, you think, what are those terms? And then later you laugh at it. And go, wow, I was dumb, <laughs> but it was very smart TV back then, though. If you think about that, it, that's right. Oh yeah, he he sold the business for everything it was worth, and he was a professional man at that. You know, he sold it to the public viewing audience. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know anything about wrestling and you listened to Gordon Soley for about a month, you'd be like, "You got it," and you were hooked. right. You know, he was and Lance, Lance Russell with his excitement and going, "Oh, come on, come on, Lawler!" Oh, <laughs> oh Lance, Lance was a great hype guy. Oh, absolutely. great at hyping things up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I loved him and I loved his his uh, back and forth with Lawler. Oh, it was so mm-hmm. good in Memphis area. Oh my God, it was so. Oh good. yeah. Uh, I, I can't uh, imagine Memphis TV without him. No, yeah, it would. It wouldn't have been the same. It, it, it probably wouldn't have been mm-hmm. as success as successful either. Even though Lawler was on top of his game, and all the things he did mm-hmm. to help build that area and blah, you had you needed that guy, and Lance was that guy. Right. You know, and and, and everybody laughs about Bob Cottle. Bob Cottle was the local weather guy. He was a weatherman for the mm-hmm. TV station in Raleigh. And they, you know, he became the announcer, you know, uh, for wrestling because they needed somebody. Oh. <laughs> and it changed oh, his yeah. entire career, you know, changed his oh, whole yeah. career. Became, I mean, he he became a household name in the Carolinas. Absolutely, and you know what? He learned the business quickly, caught on very mm-hmm. good. Uh, you know, he was the straight man, and which was he worked very well as a straight guy. Let everybody oh, else yeah. jump up and down. You know, let David Crockett jump up and down. Let you know, <laughs> yeah, David Crockett. <laughs> uh, I liked, I liked, I liked when it was uh, uh, when uh, Bob Cottle was joined by Johnny Weaver. That was good. Johnny Weaver, yes. And. You know, Johnny Weaver does not get the credit he deserves in this business. I hate to say, he really, uh, he, he really phenomenal, re- phenomenal wrestler, phenomenal mm-hmm. road guy, phenomenal booker on the road for the territory. Uh, right, fix things on the fly. I watched it firsthand as a kid here uh, when they came to town here, and he was, you know, booking the show. Uh, mm-hmm. We had several things where people either got arrested or no showed in the town before, and he fixed. Mm-hmm. He put matches together that you know we never saw on TV, like like Slaughter and Steamboat, because uh, uh, Don Cornell and, and Private Jim Nelson broke down. And he wasn't riding mm. with them. He was riding with uh, he was riding with Wahoo and and, and uh, Ivan. And That's right, you know, so he those guys didn't make it. It was supposed to be you know, Colonel and Slaughter against uh, Steamboat and Youngblood. Yeah. So it, you know, he changed some. I mean, I watched, and then knowing that when he became an announcer after his in ring career was over, another good announcer too. 
Yeah, that's you know, true. Johnny Weaver was, you know, Johnny Weaver was the was a guy that was the master of uh, of everything for the for the territories, mm-hmm. for especially the NWA now. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's unfortunate that when by the time WCW came around, he was a lot older. Um, it yeah. kind of sucked, but but he doesn't get enough credit. I hate to say. Good guy. Absolutely. I used to enjoy during that time period when temporarily Kelly Blanchard was like a heel commentator. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. He was great. (laughs) Yeah. He was. Oh, he was great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Uh, You know, that that brings us to, you know, before the Four Horsemen. You know? Mm -hmm. You had... uh, Ole and Arn Anderson, before the horsemen were, uh, Arn Anderson was getting his chops really wet at that point uh, on the mic. And Arn Anderson was getting, and then by the time the horsemen came around, he was the best mic guy in the territory. Oh, yeah. And probably, and probably in a lot of territories as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, Tully wasn't that bad. Uh, I think that before he became a horseman, he had he had good chops. And mm-hmm. I think because there were so many people in that group that could talk, he didn't need to. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times he didn't speak when he was with the horseman. He didn't have to. Yeah. No. So... Uh, another. <laughs> what about? Oh, here's another promo we we didn't touch on it, and this will way further back. Okay. Blackjack, Blackjack Mulligan, and Rufus R. Jones when he broke, oh. when he stomped on his crown. <laughs> yeah. Stomped on Rufus's yeah. crown. The promo mm-hmm. before that. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, that oh, Texas draw and and Mulligan talking, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then uh, and Rufus couldn't say hospital. He said hospital. It put me in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, hospital. <laughs> oh man, I love Rufus. Oh man. my God, Rufus was a trip, man. Every, but you know what? Yeah, everybody the, loved it. The soup bone. You can't. Yeah, the soup bone, baby. I'll put that soup bone right on, baby. That Rick Flyer. <laughs> <laughs> that country draw, That's that Rick Clark. <laughs> you know what? But you know what? Nobody, no. And I've heard over the years that he was one of the most likable guys. Everybody liked him. Mm-hmm. You know, they oh, thought yeah. he was funny. They thought he was, you know, genuine. He had a good time. You know, and he would go out and put on whatever you needed him to do. Yeah, yeah I I never heard a bad thing about Rufus. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there was anything to say bad about him because he was just a guy. He was just a normal guy that came in, did what he needed to do, mm-hmm. put him where you need to put him, and let him go. But those are good. Then, those are those are fun stuff. Oh yeah, and, and Blackjack oh, Mulligan. Yeah. There's another one too. Oh man, he had some great promos through the years. Yeah, uh, yeah, especially when he. Uh, uh, wasn't it him that uh, uh, ripped up 
Flair's Peacock Grove or was that somebody else? Um, I know he. I, think he did. I know he stole one of Flair. I think that was him. He stole the. He wore it, and then he uh-huh. ripped it. Yeah. They 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 had kind of like a love hate relationship, kind of like a Hogan and Macho Man. <laughs> sometimes right. they're oh, friends, yeah. sometimes oh, they're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? When you run the roads as long as you do, it did back then because it was different than today. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, look, pre-pandemic, you know, they were working five days a week and had two days off. Nobody was getting days off in the old territory days. You're working ninety days. 120 days. There were no day off mm-hmm. in between those days. That was an everyday thing. Right. You know? You wrestled seven days a week, twice on Saturday. That's you know? it. And you had to make the next, and you had to make the next town. You know? And That's true. And they all said that. Flair, Valentine, all of them said it. Every one of them said it. You you ask an old guy, you go back and look at Koloff and Wahoo and all, and tell you the same thing. Hector told me that. Hector said, he, he goes, these kids don't know nothing about a 90-day stretch of seven days a week and twice on Saturday. He goes, they couldn't do right. it. And he goes, uh, and, Flair wrestled, and Flair wrestled an hour every single night. Mm-hmm. Sure did. He goes, didn't care, didn't care if he partied all night long. He wrestled an hour oh, every no. night. Like, and these, with the horses schedule, not many guys oh, could yeah. keep up with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, no. Just, just listen. That man, that man has done it all. He's a, he's fortunate and lucky to be alive. Um, <laughs> I'm happy he still is though, because you know what? Uh, the world would be a sadder place without Ric Flair in it. To be honest with you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you know. Hopefully he'll get to cut a promo with Arn and Tully. That would be awesome. I just want to see yeah, one promo with him in it. You know, oh, I, that'd be, ter- just that'd be amazing. One promo, man. Come on, one promo. <laughs> oh yeah, just one. please. <laughs> uh, uh, and hey, I tell uh, you what, Steve, Steve join us. Yeah, Steve, join us. Uh, Steve. Steve, welcome back. How you doing, Steve? Uh, doing good. Steve-O. Steve-O be sending me some stuff now, Stro. Oh, yeah. He keeps me busy. I love the, the, <laughs> the stuff Steve sends me. It's, it's amazing. I do, too. And he, it is, and he keeps me busy. <laughs> I imagine. Keeps me, he keeps me busy. I love it. Thanks, Steve. I really do. I, I, I appreciate it. You keep me thinking, and you keep me on my toes. Yeah, glad you enjoy what I sent you. Um, oh yeah, man! One of my uh, favorite promos is uh, Eddie Guerrero on uh, May 12, 2005, on uh, SmackDown when he, after he turned on Rey Mysterio the week uh, prior, the week prior he like assaulted Ray and tore up his mask and suplexed him and stuff. That's one of my favorite heel turns, I think, ever. Oh, uh, that oh, huge was amazing. So, so amazing Absolutely. that huge was. The, uh, Absolutely. I, I think it's an underrated promo. Like, it doesn't get talked about enough. So that May 12, 2005 promo. 
I'm about to look that up again. That'd be awesome. Yeah. He, uh, I, I agree. Man. I agree. He said he was going to give Ray to fight his life. And he was holding Ray's mask while he was, like, sitting in the ring with the spotlight on him. And just an, it, the mo- one of the most intense promos I've seen. Absolutely. I forget. Awesome. Man, he see, he keeps us on our, to- on our toes. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, well, man. there's so much there's so much we've watched and been a part of our, you know, watching and being in wrestling, so uh, you can't remember everything. But I'm glad Steve's there, around to, to to bring it to us. <laughs> I think yeah, every time I see Dominic. Uh-huh. Sorry. No, go ahead, sir. No, no, I think every time I see Dominic now on television, I, I keep think, going back to that. That he was Eddie and Ray, man, and how amazing it was. That and the fact that they tried to pull that that was Eddie Guerrero's son and not Ray's, that was awesome. Hmm. The, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought, it was, I, thought it was inter- I thought it was interesting how some of these enhancement guys during that time became wrestlers with bigger names, like, later. Um, during that Ray feud... Eddie had a match with uh, Jimmy Jacobs, and I, I believe he, I think he disqualified himself in that match. So he was like attacking Jacobs like he was Rey Mysterio. It was pretty interesting. Like now that I remember it, it was just cool to see some of these big names were just enhancement back then. But it was right. cool that right. It's cool that someone like Jimmy Jacobs has a win, even though it's a DQ. It's a win over Eddie Guerrero. It's, Crazy. Pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good stuff. That is Man. Good stuff. Hey, Velvet, I I think um, this might be random, but you and Jimmy Jacobs would have been a dream match, I think. I don't know if you ever worked together. No, I haven't. That'd be awesome, though. I agree. <laughs> i tell you who I still want to wrestle uh, it's not a dream match, but I still want to do it. I want to wrestle Marco Stunt. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I think it'd be Maybe cool. Maybe we can do the lucha on you. Hey, listen, I'll, listen, I'll look at the lights for him. It's all good. I, I just want to work him. I think it'd be awesome. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. He'd be doing that uh, claw stance on you. Yeah, <laughs> right. Another one I would like to. Another one I'd like to. I'd like to wrestle pretty Peter, Peter Avalon. Oh yeah. Ah. I think I'd have a, a decent match with him. It's pretty cool that he was the one that trained David Arquette. Yep. To wrestle. Yep. And, and speaking of promos, it's about time they've done this. And I'm glad they're doing it. Is giving the mic to Pillman Jr. They're finally oh, giving great, Pillman he? Jr. Yeah, and he's gonna get everything he deserves in this business because he's that good. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy. I'm happy for him, and I I can't say nothing bad about the kid. The kid is busting his tail to get where he's at, and it's about time somebody realized. Give the kid the mic. Let him roll. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, so his promo is, gonna, is good. 
with them against him and MJF has been good. And speaking of MJF, yeah. go ahead. No, no, go go into the MJF thing. I just think I just say MJF. I've always said MJF is the modern day Roddy Piper. Uh, I might change my mind on that if he continues to go the direction he's going. It might be somebody else, but right now he's he's on all cylinders. You know, he, he can speak and he can work. He can back it up, back it up in the ring. So yeah. He, he's definitely got the uh, smugness of a heel piper, and I think he kind of reminds me of, like, JBL, and that he can just be so unlikable and get genuine heat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's funny because he'll, he'll keep talking and insult you and then keep talking and insult you again, and you're not even paying attention to it. And then you're oh, wait a minute. He just insulted me. Because <laughs> you get captivated by what he's, you know, where he's going with it, and then you realize, oh crap, he just called me something. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, I, 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 I mean, it, it, we're, I mean, we're bouncing all over the place, but I love the fact that he can speak and he can work. And then Pillman finally got got the mic. So let let's see where they go with that. I hope it ends well. Uh, but yeah, and I hope they continue to let Pillman have the mic though. That would be good. So yeah. You know, um, one of my favorite characters that was very brief was uh, that I kind of looked back on much later was uh, Waylon Mercy. From the mid nineties. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Got a volume um, too. I have I have a yeah. transcript of uh, one of his vignettes. Uh, said Waylon Mercy again. I'm enjoying this place here around, enjoying nature, enjoying these insects, enjoying this worm. But you know some. I'm enjoying this worm, but I don't enjoy this worm crawling on me. Just like when I get in that wrestling ring, I don't like wrestlers touching me, and I definitely don't like them <laughs> crawling on me. And if they do so, I'll tell you what's going to happen. They're going to get smooth just like this one. You know what I mean? <laughs> Love it. Love it. I, you know, when we had a Velvet, when we had Nightcrawler on, I was like, man, I, I thought of William Mercy. Like, that would have been a good opponent in a different timeline. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have been good. Oh, yeah. And speaking of, here we go again. I'm going to add another guy to the list. How about Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig, and his promos? Oh, oh absolutely. We could name so many. Good life. Oh. Yes. And those vignettes oh, yeah. used to do were just oh, it's so entertaining. Oh, yeah. He was entertaining altogether. I mean... <laughs> He made you mad or he made you laugh or both. <laughs> he, just, he was he was a clown, man. <laughs> oh, I his daddy, uh, Larry the Axe. His daddy, Larry the Axe. Oh God, uh, he, he's hysterical. Man. Yeah, he, he, when, and you get him talking though. I mean, what a sense of humor he has. That guy, that guy had me laughing so many times, man. 
um, <laughs> during those CXC events. He gives speeches. Oh my God, he was so funny. I never thought I'd be laughing at Larry the Accent, but man, he was killing me. <laughs> it was hysterical. I really like that uh, Kurt Henning, his one of his promos uh, from TNA when he said, uh, I'm the guy who took down Brock Lesnar at 35,000 feet. Alluding to <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yep. That's on the dark side of the ring now. They showed that. What's the data today? Didn't they show that today? I think it showed today, actually. Recently, they were showing the preview of the season part two. Yeah, well, I think that episode aired today, though. I'm not okay. sure. If, if yeah, today yeah, today's the 16th. So yeah, it aired today. Yeah, that's that. That guy, that guy, I like him too. Gone too early. Shame. What a shame. Hmm. What else we got? Oh man. Any any that come to mind? Uh, I'm thinking. Um, I already blew my cookies on the on the ones I said. Yeah, there's another one with that great promos. That one with the cream, the creamer, the coffee creamers kept popping out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Oh, cream the crop. <laughs> my one of my co- one of my coworkers would call it to me and be like, "Nothing means nothing." Uh huh. Nothing means nothing. Uh, oh. Uh. Macho man. Oh, I was watching that. Real <laughs> I was watching space. I was watching Space Ghost Coast to Coast recently because, like, I was too young to really get it back then. But like, they had Macho Man on there as uh, Space Ghost's <laughs> grandpa, and so he was. Oh, he had Macho Man Randy Savage, basically as Space Ghost grandpa, interviewing Raven Simone from the Cosby Show. Oh wow. <laughs> So funny. funny. And like uh, oh the, the musician sidekick like hit uh, Space Coast Grandpa with a steel chair like a wrestling like moment. It was funny. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, tremendous. Oh, but what about uh? I think Paul Heyman is one of the best promos ever. Ah. That'd, that'd, be, uh, yeah. that'd be tough to argue. That'd be tough to argue, man. He's he's, um, he's had some great ones. He's thought, oh, one yeah. night. He had one at uh, one night stand 2005 where he basically shoot on the WWE uh, locker room and that were there and then, um, and Eric Bischoff and uh, there was one where he tore into Vince McMahon and basically you know scolded him for. Uh, you know, buying up all the territories and uh, making them a monopoly, basically, and just how he, he uh, took ECWA and yeah, it was a very uh, memorable promo. 
and uh, him and Jim Ross were really good together at 17. Do you, does anybody remember the promo? Uh, I don't. It was a. I don't. I, I don't. I think it was a Monday Night Raw. I'm not sure. Uh, this was years ago. Mick Foley uh, was. It was actually happened in Charleston, South Carolina, at the Coliseum here. Mick Foley comes out and. Uh, he calls out Heyman, and he fires Heyman, and they threw Paul Heyman in the back of a garbage truck. Does anybody remember that one? Yeah. No, that was Eric Bischoff. Eric, Eric, oh, that was yeah, Bischoff? Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was Heyman. Okay. But I remember it was, because I was here, with the, the garbage truck. I said, who, who the hell brought the garbage truck in here? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy crap. Because, uh, you know what? It, they actually cleaned one of the newer ones up. That was the year we got those new green and white. Uh, and a new company took over the uh, sanitation and garbage of, of uh, uh, the Holy City new company. And mm-hmm. they had to clean up a, a trunk and re, they actually repainted it, put brand new stickers on it, cleaned it up. I'm like, you ain't going to tell me he's going to lay back there and say that thing was cleaned out. I don't don't believe that one bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, they had to pay me some good money to get the, to throw me in the back of that thing. <laughs> I need some money. Right? Cash. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> I mean, uh, it was funny too. And then it was another one here. Dang, oh, when Hogan had when Hogan uh, first came to WCW, and he was on. There was a Monday Night Raw here that he made his first appearance here, yeah. being from Jumping Ship. And you couldn't hear anything in the arena, okay? You couldn't hear the promo. All you heard was booing. That everybody was just rising and booing. Went home, popped the tape back in the VCR, played it back. You could hear the promo, and you heard the booing in the beginning, and it kind of just went down from there. They kind of blocked it out. So that you could hear what mm-hmm. you're saying on TV, but I was like, "Holy crap!" I was there, couldn't hear a damn thing in the arena, at all. <laughs> couldn't hear, couldn't hear Gene Oberlin, couldn't hear Hogan, couldn't hear none of it. I was like, "Wow!" Mm. So we were all Good. sitting there like, "What happened?" We couldn't. What happened? I said, "I guess we got to go home and figure that out." So we all went to my house. <laughs> I had like 15 people at my house. You know, midnight going. <laughs> Come on, let's 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 hear what he said. <laughs> nobody had right. a clue. Oh, oh goodness. goodness, that was that was you pretty guys, bad. <laughs> you guys got anything you like to plug? Uh, yeah. Um, this Saturday. Uh, Soul Patrol versus uh, Sinfully Sweet, which is Tommy Feller and the Amazing Velvet against uh, Dion Johnson and Black Angel. 
at the Augusta right Fairgrounds in Augusta, Georgia, uh, 308 Hale Street in Augusta, Georgia. Um, uh, doors open at 6, shows at 8. Um, it's going to be one heck of a time. It's the last dance for us, so that'll be awesome. We're also going to give Tommy Feathers his uh, Carolina Wrestling Hall of Fame trophy that he was not uh, able to receive here. Uh, So he'll be getting that as well. And hopefully we'll have him uh, Sunday as a guest on Pro Wrestling Interviews, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that's what I have going on. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, don't... Be in there and check check him out. One for the ages. You're not working... If you're not working, come see that match. It's the last time you're ever going to see Tommy Feathers and the Amazing Velvet in Augusta. You better make it, make it happen. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Steve, you got anything I can plug? <laughs> yeah. Um, this past uh, Sunday was a United Elite Wrestling uh, event. Twelfth is pretty fun. I uh, got to do some security again. And, um, fun show overall and uh, looking forward to the November uh, 13th event. So, um, oh, and uh, uh, shout out to uh, Tape Fist Photography. Uh, Dave Lane uh, recently had a pet pass away. Uh, thoughts and prayers to him. Um, yeah, just uh, look me up on the uh, line at Slower Steven, and uh, thanks for having me on the show and talking wrestling for me. Oh, you got it. Th- thank you, Steve. Thank you, Amazing Velvet, and, and good luck in the Big Mac this coming weekend. Guys in the area, don't miss mm-hmm. it. One for the ages, like uh, Velvet says. It'll be a great time. And pro yep. wrestling interviews, don't, don't miss pro wrestling interviews this Sunday as well, man. That's right. It'll be a classic. For sure. Yeah. You guys make the show, man. And always a pleasure having you guys on. And uh, looking forward to next week for sure. But uh, thank you guys so much. It's been awesome. Uh, be good to yourselves and each other. Have a great rest of the week and weekend. And we'll, and we'll see you guys next Thursday. And we'll, we'll see you guys right. from Harlem Heat. Cool. Yeah.